take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland. And I showed you how deep the rabbit hole You are now plugged in. Welcome to the Virtual Matrix. Your source for ECW coverage, movie reviews, and the latest in video gaming. J.J. guys welcome to another edition of unplugged right here live sunday night showdown.com and yes to those of you wondering why in the hell are you playing coldplay maybe it's because i'm a little sensitive tonight maybe i've got a lot of things on my mind and at one point in time we ruled the world right here on unplugged but tonight is going to be the end of an era and i'm a little saddened by this ladies and gentlemen i'm going to be real honest here you know, I started this show on another network many months ago, and I was contacted by a young man, a columnist, who wanted to recap ECW, and quite frankly, I gave him an opportunity to do so, and from day one, he never disappointed me. Every week, he got better, and I am proud to say that... Uh, He's come a long way in a very short time, and unfortunately tonight will be his last night right here on this program. And with that said, guys, I want to welcome my co-host, the guy who's been holding this ship down for me for the longest time, bringing you ECW coverage. He's been bringing you NXT coverage since they debuted. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome David Stevens to the program. Hey, JJ, how you doing tonight, sir? I'm in a melancholy mood. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, you know, like JJ said, uh, you know, there was a time when I really wanted to recap ECW, and it was actually back when Trey was hosting, and I, I talked to him, and he was the first person to pretty much say, no, no, there's, there's no way. He let me give it a shot once, and it was terrible. And to his credit, he recognized that, and he said no, and about a month or so passed, and JJ took over the show, and... um. Uh, he was on Wrestling News Live when I called in, and 
out of the four people who were on that night, he was the only one who was actually willing to think for a second and say, you know what, I, I kind of like where he's coming from. He has, he has a unique take here. And it was from that that I emailed JJ and our relationship started. Um, from then on out, I really can't, I don't, I don't have the words to thank him enough uh, for the opportunity and the exposure. And of course, even though Trey was the first person to tell me, no, no, there's no way. If you listened, you know, a couple weeks ago, even he was willing to recognize where um, I've come and where JJ and I've been able to come. So I thank you guys. I, I thank the listeners. Trust me, this is not an easy decision that I had to make. But, but sorry, I'm, it's sorry, it hit me. Um, it's just it's one that kind of had to be, um, and that's that's the position that I'm in. And you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna give you the best show we possibly can tonight. Absolutely, you know we're we're here to, to cover NXT and and a lot happened tonight. Um, they kind of set things up. We kind of know where things are going with NXT right now. They they did a poll tonight for the first time, and I was under the impression somebody was getting eliminated tonight, but apparently that wasn't the case. Uh, the way Matt Stryker explained it tonight, ladies and gentlemen, was that they were going to have a poll of the uh, the pros, and they had the top eight. Obviously, there's eight superstars or eight rookies for NXT. Um, Six weeks from now, there will be another poll, and the one who is at the bottom in six weeks will be eliminated from the competition. Yes, he will. But I have to stop you for a second, JJ. I said last week on this program that if I was wrong about something, this is what I would lead off on. (laughs) And gosh, oh, it hurts. Oh, it hurts to say this. But apparently, despite my best intentions, The Undertaker apparently won at WrestleMania. It was not a double pinfall. It was not a double submission. So I have to I have to come and say, JJ, I was wrong. Once again, you were somehow right, and I apologize. Ugh. It's okay. With with use come yeah, you know, with youth comes inexperience and, and you know, with age comes a little bit of uh, you know you know what I'm trying to say here. But but not only was I right on that Oh God! Now he's gonna, now he's gonna do it. <laughs> he's gonna rub in the wound. I can feel it coming. Now I'm gonna compound the fact that you watched Raw last night, and I do <laughs> oh, no. believe I'm sitting here. And, and here's the thing that's funny about it: you sent me this message on Skype, and I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. And the reason I didn't know what the hell you were talking about was because my stream is about 15 minutes behind yours because I'm watching it on Canadian TV, and on the score they don't show it live. So I have a 15-minute delay. And so you're like, you booked this perfectly. And I'm like, what in the fuck is David Stevens talking about? Oh, I, I, They came out, and I was like, oh, you know, when they came out at Mania, I was like, oh, my God. No, JJ, no. Please don't be right on this. Don't, he can't be right on two things in one historic night. And then overall, last night they came out. And it's so tough for me because I'm sitting there going, yes, finally. Tyson Kidd, all of them, this is fantastic. And then in my back mind, I'm going, oh, JJ, 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 fuck, no. <laughs> this, this is the wrestling business in a nutshell. It's, you're really excited when something happens, but then you know that there's somebody who said it was going to happen, and you just didn't want them to be right. And it's always that play back and forth. You know what? <laughs> that is absolutely true. Um, but I, you know what? I just thought that was a funny story because... You were just like, you were absolutely, it's like you had insider information. 
And I, I, just, I know. I got the biggest I'm still convinced you did. I'm still convinced that you were contacted by a member of the Hart family or Harmony was, and you knew that this was happening because this was too perfect. Well, it, it was kind of too perfect. But I didn't have any insider information. Yeah, yeah. I believe you. Up in your little cabin up there in the middle of the woods. No civilization around. <laughs> My cabin in the middle of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know where you live. Yeah, well, it's not a cabin in the woods, I assure you. That's what I assume. I just assume that you have the little log cabin. You just have a fire going constantly, little tykes running around. It's very quaint. You chop wood in your spare time. This is my image of you. Don't ruin it. Okay, sure. Why not? We'll go with it. <laughs> if, if that's what you think, fuck it. We'll go with it. <laughs> but uh, like you said, yeah, that's, that's what we had on uh, NXT. I actually wrote down the rankings that they gave tonight because... I gotta be honest, they're kind of surprising. Uh, this is the top eight that they gave. This is in reverse order. Uh, number eight was Darren Young. Number seven was Michael Tarver. Number six was Skip Sheffield. Number five was David Atunga. Number four was Heath Slater. Number three was Justin Gabriel. Number two was Wade Barrett. And number one, the one and only Daniel Bryan. Yes, a man who has yet to win a match on NXT. And did you catch the rant that Michael Cole went on? Oh, it was fantastic. Well, I mean, it was fantastic that he was just like, you know, and he kept interrupting Josh Matthews, and, you know, he was getting all belligerent, and I'm like, uh-oh, Cole's getting badass over here. What, What is he thinking? <laughs> well, and I love the fact that Daniel Bryan called him out. I, I think that there's no better way for a wrestler, and we've seen this in the past with The Rock and John Cena, there just seems to be no better way for a wrestler to get over with the crowd than to take pot shots at Michael Cole. That is true. That You know what? Michael Cole is the guy that you just want to, you know, take the pot shots at. It's it's just, I don't know what it is about Michael Cole, but damn. It's, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about Michael Cole at this point. I to me, this is almost not even uh, a working angle for him. It's it's just kind of lame in a lot of ways. I, I thought you loved this. I thought you were with me on the, this is the best commentating team ever, in a hilarious kind of way. In a hilarious, okay, in a hilarious kind of way, I, I'll give you that. Yeah. I will agree with that. Any other way, not so much. That's a shame. Well, they, they also announced something that I thought was kind of cool. Apparently... The winner of NXT is going to get a title shot with any champion, any brand that they want. That's big. Well, then why the hell do we need money in the bank? Well, the NXT guys can't be in money in the bank, and if once you've been established, you can't be on NXT. And plus, I don't think it's a you can cash it in whenever. I think it's a you can make a challenge. Well, okay, yeah. Because I, I, I he said it would be a pay-per-view main event. That's interesting, though, because you're going to tell me, I mean, obviously, I, we already see where this is going. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it doesn't take a psychic to figure this out. Daniel Bryan is going to win, okay, and he's going to challenge The Miz, and mm-hmm. he's going to be the guy that takes the U.S. title off of The Miz. I mean, they've set this up so beautifully. It's so perfectly booked that you can see it from a mile away. As long as The Miz holds on to that belt for the next six plus seven, whatever that is, I'm a history major. Six plus seven, whatever that is, I'm a history major. We'll see. Uh, but what, that many weeks, whatever it is. Well, let's see. Six weeks from, uh, what, seven weeks from now? I mean, I'm not sure what pay-per-view uh, that is, but uh, 
because you know they changed all the names. So, yeah. So it's kind of hard to know at this point what the what the next pay per view is going to be at that point. But I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that there's the only way that's going to happen is Daniel Bryan wins, and he takes the title from Miz because of all the build up that they have between those two. It just makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how I could disagree with you there. I'd, I'd like to say that maybe they're going to th- throw it through a loop. But the second they said any champion, I was like, it's not going to be the world champion. It's going to be the U.S. champion or the Intercontinental or the Divas champion. Probably not the Divas, but probably one of the others. No, well, you know, Divas champion, sure. I would love to see David Otunga as the uh, the Divas champion. Divas champion. I think, I think maybe you could just sign over his. His match to his to his fiance, and we can see Jennifer Hudson as the Divas Champion. Why not, oh, dude? That would rule. That'd be no, that would be terrible. I don't know. We know why we're going down this path. This is the worst idea I've ever come up with. It is. I'm just running with it. Um, <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Hey, you know what? Just trying to make you feel good, there, Dave. This is negative reinforcement. This is bad, JJ. For those of you who might be hearing double streams, I had to restart the UStream player, so it actually is playing. So if you have Something playing in the window, obviously, and you have you, the Ustream player playing, then you're going to have double streams, so just shut one of them off. Oh, there we I, You know, I couldn't figure out why I was hearing myself, because I was in the chat room, like, I wasn't, where'd it come from? I mean, not that I would dislike two of myself, because i got to be honest, JJ, if I could ever find the perfect person in the world for me that I would want to marry, uh, it would undoubtedly be myself. So I wasn't actually minding, but it was kind of weird hearing the echo. Well, you know, I don't know what's going on with Ustream, like... I heard somebody tell me a minute ago it stopped broadcasting, so I turned it off and restarted it. And I don't know. I'm having all kinds of problems with Ustream, but thank God we have a, a reliable Shoutcast server here. So, Yeah, listen on Shoutcast, guys. That's right. Listen on Do both. It. I don't care. Listen to two different streams. One is, uh, one is real time, and the other is like 30 or 40 seconds delay, so that's awesome. <laughs> um, i, I got to tell you, something that's baffling me, because they were talking about how in six weeks the pros will vote again, and at that point, number eight will get voted off the next week. Seven will start to get down. Um, now, a pro can't vote for their own person. Well, except for Jericho, who voted for Wade, with this excuse being, I'm the world champ, I can do whatever I want, which I thought was hilarious. Um, the math doesn't add up uh, for the rankings that they gave this week, because there's eight rookies and eight votes. So... There's no way that like five, six, seven, and eight, or even four, five, six, that they could have a, even a vote separating them. They would have had to have zero each. It, it, like I, I know I'm not good with numbers, but does that make sense? It doesn't. But okay, okay, okay. I, no, no, you're, you're right. It, it doesn't make sense. But here's the thing: I think we both know, and I think everybody else in the IWC has probably figured out at this point in time that this is going to be a rigged contest. This is not, you know, this guy has a chance, this guy has a chance. I mean, from day one, this has been the Daniel Bryan hour, except for last week when it was the WrestleMania promotion hour. Or tonight when it was the 20-minute WrestleMania Rewind hour. That, too, what, we had three matches, and they were all multi-man matches, really. Or was it just two? We had two. We had two. two. One to open, one to close. There was just so much going on tonight that I thought there was three for some reason. Yeah, I was... Well, heck, if you counted all the WrestleMania stuff, you probably could have made a match out of it. But yeah, if anybody in the chat room had no idea like, what I just said, I'm just trying to say that if a pro voted for Daniel Bryan, that's one vote for him, 
that leaves seven votes left. Well, if somebody else votes for him as number one, which obviously if he's there, he had to, well, that means that there's only then six votes left. So there's no way that the people at the bottom could have even gotten any votes. So how do they, how do they decide that Slater is number four and Young is number eight when theoretically they all got the same number of votes? Was it decided by win-loss record? Because that's not necessarily true with some of the others. This, I, I know it's rigged. I don't even know why I'm spending the time trying to figure this out. I'm just, it just bothered me. I don't, it's little things in life. Well, and, and I'm just reading the chat room, too. And, uh, you know, Flair 16 times says that he thought it was funny when Jericho said he voted for Barrett. Well, that was supposedly a non-issue. That wasn't supposed to happen. So it, it just seems like they're changing the rules on what they're doing. And there are multiple categories. Yes, Crash, you're right. Um, that you're voted on. One of them being a win-loss record, the other being uh, the competition, the opponent that you've faced. And obviously Daniel Bryan has faced two world champions. You know, he took on the great Khali and lost. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, you know, he took on Jericho and had a fantastic match and lost. So, you know, there you go. With, you know, Daniel Bryan alone has faced the toughest competition to date. So, I can see that point, but... It, it doesn't make any sense to me when they say that the pros can't vote for their rookies and Jericho said, yeah, I voted for Wade. Okay, how is that even possible? Well, that's what Josh Matthews asked him, and his reaction was, I'm a world champ. I'll do what I want. <laughs> like, what? Good answer. I mean, you know, when you don't have anything, anything works, I guess. You go with the old standby. Well, I'm the world champion, and I could do what I want. So, what are you going to do? It's yeah. the next day. It's the WWE. You know, it, it, it's a new concept. I like the show. It does intrigue me. I just want to see where it goes from here. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement that there's no way Daniel Bryan is not, not going to win this tournament. He's totally got this. Hey, you know, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see, though, because I think his only real competition is... David Otunga, at least from a booking standpoint, and this is a huge, huge rub um, that they're giving him by letting him host Raw tomorrow night. As soon as they announced that somebody was hosting, I figured it was going to be him, but I'm sorry, next week. I'm, I'm just really confused. It seems odd. I'm not sure what's going to happen. You know, and, and <laughs> one of the other things that I, I kind of found interesting with this whole uh, the battle royal at the end of the show that they had. Of course, I'm getting ahead of myself. The winner of the Battle Royal tonight gets to be the, the host oh, on sorry. Raw. I wasn't even thinking out of context. I apologize. No, that's all right. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, you know, and I'm not going to say who won that until we get down to that, okay? <laughs> Retroactive uh, spoiler alerting. That's how I roll. <laughs> We're going out with a bang, aren't we, Dave? <laughs> but uh, If I can ruin any of your hopes and dreams, that's my objective tonight, guys. That's right. <laughs> They're going down in flames, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the best we could do them. No, but the winner of, of the Battle Royal tonight gets to host Raw. Now, you know, I was wondering why they didn't announce a guest host for Raw this past week, and now we know the reason why. Well, especially when they have already announced the guest host for May 3rd, obviously they had to have somebody guest hosting, you know, next week, so it was very odd. It was, so uh, it should be interesting, but let's see. Moving on to, uh, we, haven't, we haven't actually covered any matches yet, have we? 
I suppose we haven't. It was I think we kind of were as we were talking, but since we didn't actually explicitly spell it out, it was the Raw pros versus the SmackDown pros. Um, Christian Regal, Miz and Carlito versus R-Truth, CM Punk and Hardy, but Chris Jericho, because he's the world champ, and because, you know, at WrestleMania he did kind of get speared through a barricade, he decided that he would not be wrestling, and instead Wade Barrett would be wrestling in his place, because he's the world champ, and he does what he wants. That was pretty much his theme for the night. So Chris Jericho joined uh, Colin Matthews on, on commentary, and it was some of the best commentary I've ever left to I, I just wow wow yeah I, you know what I, I love the whole tough enough reference when they were ribbon josh mm-hmm. that was pretty good stuff and uh you know michael jericho Cole, was on both of them oh he was loved it he was and that's what i like about jericho not only was he picking on uh on josh matthews but he was also picking on uh michael cole which is you know par for the course in the wwe everybody mm-hmm. and their mother is picked on michael cole at some point in their career. It's very true. It's very, very true. Um, the Who the hell won this match? Oh, Wade Barrett picked up the pinfall, and the SmackDown pros uh, won this match. With uh, with a very weak finishing move. I, <laughs> he just throws them down. Hey, what it's, is that? I, I don't know what... I mean, it's like... That's the worst finisher since Hogan's leg drop, since the attitude adjustment. I mean, you name it, I could go down the line. I mean, to me, that it, it, I mean, it looks like it has some impact, but at the same time, it's just, oh, I got you on my shoulders, and I just toss you down to the mat. It's like, whoop de freaking do There's no I flash or pizzazz. Yeah, sorry. I, I thought that he was going for an inverted Samoan drop, but he, well, to his credit, it was a drop. He, he just didn't roll through. It was, and you're done. Like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, I saw that move, and I was like, what is going on? And I was, it looked like it hurt, but it just didn't look like a finisher. Like, where's the, where's the tension in that one? I, I just got some breaking news. Uh-oh. That looks like it might have been confirmed, and, and uh, I want to thank uh, Chris Kelly from, uh, from HeadlocksToHeadlines.com. Apparently... There is a massive spoiler from SmackDown, courtesy of the Figure Four online. They're reporting that SmackDown tapings just began. Jack Swagger. Whoa, has wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. KJ, what I t- we did this wrong, buddy. You're supposed to retroactively spoil. You set it up by saying it was a spoiler. That is a problem. Okay, David, correct the problem. Okay, the floor is yours. And go. All right, we have a retroactive spoiler alert in progress, ladies and gentlemen, from the SmackDown tapings that just began. We have a new World Heavyweight Champion. Holy shit. Jack Swagger has cashed in the Money in the Bank briefcase and defeated Chris F. and Jericho. Spoiler alert. That's right. (laughs) So for those of you who didn't want to hear it, I hope you had your, you know, your fingers in your ears and wasn't listening, but apparently Jack Swagger is the new world heavyweight champion. What? What? Wow. And if this is wrong, Crelly, you're fired. Yeah, if this is wrong, I'm... I'm I don't have words. Wow. It's throwing me off my game. I'm, I'm very... I'm shocked. So, if you missed it, ladies and gentlemen... The All-American 
American Oklahoman is now your world heavyweight champion after cashing in the money in the bank on SmackDown. Wow. Who saw... I, 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 you know what? I thought he was going to be the first one to cash in money in the bank and not get it. You know, this actually makes me really happy. Um, because I was listening to you on Wrestling News Live last night, and I, and I heard you talking about that. And thank God you got something wrong this week. Because between The Undertaker and The Heart Dynasty, I was about a wit's end with your awesomeness and perfection. Well, I wouldn't go so far as to say the perfection, but the awesomeness, I mean, you know... <laughs> I'm up there with The Miz. Oh, my God. Because I'm J.J. Sexay, and I'm awesome! Oh, yeah, it's true. All right, so wow. back to NXT coverage, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry I had to throw that spoiler out there. Blame Chris Kelly. It's all his fault. Yeah. Screw you, Chris. I hate spoilers. Yeah, we don't do spoilers on this show. No. I used to do a show with Chris. I wouldn't let him do spoilers. He'd be coming. He'd be hopping in, all excited, coming in on his little tricycle that he would ride into our office. It's pink. It's got little ribbons on it. It's actually very cute, kind of gay, but cute nonetheless. And he would always want to tell me the spoilers, and I had to tell him, "No, Chris, we're not doing that on our show." Interesting. Yeah, I'm in shock here. I I, I can't believe it. So anyway, we had the uh, we had the pros versus pros, you know, four on four tag match. And Wade Barrett did get the win, of course, with his very weak finishing maneuver. Of course, from that point on, it was pretty much about a 20-minute promo about WrestleMania and about Shawn Michaels' retirement. And You know, i got to give a lot of credit to uh, to Dixie Carter because, as I'm sure you all know, I don't provide spoilers. This is an actual fact that did happen. Um, <laughs> poor Impact got a point six. And she said her reaction to the rating was, thank goodness that Shawn Michaels can only retire once. And I was like, wow, 0.6. Wow. And, well, let's, let's face it. That was, a, uh, <laughs> that was a taped show, obviously. 0.6. Holy shit. Like, that's, that's really bad. I, I know that the lowest segment I've seen is right now they have uh, – Samoa Joe's return at a point five, but there has to be something rated lower than that because the average was a point six. So I'm just it's gonna be very, very interesting to see what everything scored. And in particular to see what Orlando Jordan scored. Ladies and gentlemen, this show live gets more than a point six. <laughs> I'm sitting up there at about a one point with this show every week. <laughs> to think that I beat out the impact broadcast is insane. Just another reason you should be glad that we really partied it up and you went out on top on your last night here on Unplugged, wow. David Stevens. More people are listening to us than watching Impact. Wow. That's got to say something. That's got to say something. Mm. Wow. Point six. Holy crap. Yeah, this has been a, kind of an everywhere show tonight, but that's because stuff is just unfolding. We're getting crazy news reports like... The impact rating coming in, obviously the the Jack Swagger issue. So we are getting through NXT, but it's just been it's kind of a crazy night for news. Well, and, and we've only got really one more match to cover on NXT. <laughs> That's and true. It's pretty <laughs> much over. We're, we're just stretching it out, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, <laughs> we're trying. This is this is us making the best of what we have. You know what? Four hundred twenty-seven green M and M's. I'm now going to preemptively spoil 
the end of what we're going to say. So you just keep that in your mind. I'm all about the spoiling tonight, apparently, but I will never do it while I do it. It's got to be preemptive or retroactive, which brings us to the main event of the evening, which was <laughs> all the rookies in, a, in the ring for a battle royal, with the winner being allowed to host Raw next week. And here's a shocker. The first man out <laughs> was the man who wrestled earlier in the night. That's right, Wade Barrett, two seconds into the match, over the top rope. Yeah, he pulled a uh, he pulled a war machine. Whatever that guy's name was, Warlord. He was just eliminated immediately, like a Santino. <laughs> he was not the greatest of all the times. He was eliminated in two seconds. Oh, Santino Morello. Speaking of Santino Morello, um, how fantastic were Hornswoggle and Mark Henry in that hot tub on Monday night? My gosh, best segment ever. I was. I still think they should have been playing sexual chocolate with them all in the hot tub. <laughs> oh, that would have been fantastic. Could have been a moment. I'm telling you. I don't really know what to say about this battle royal. To because to be totally honest, this is at this point I was getting thoughts together and talking with JJ, and I was just kind of watching it in the background because I don't know. It just it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was just like uh, I don't what. Okay, I, I guess you're going to do a battle royal. I, it's kind of inevitable who's going to win. I'm not sure why they're doing this. Very bizarre. It was kind of bizarre. And um, believe it or not, we, we I didn't really think Otunga was going to be the one to win. But um, David Otunga. Who did you think was going to win? Believe it or not, I was actually thinking it was going to be Heath Slater, Daniel Bryan, or Justin Gabriel. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to be Sheffield. I can't believe Sheffield wasn't in... Now, I guess I do understand why he wasn't in eighth, but... Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, Daniel Bryan would have been... Uh, you know, if he would have won it, it would have been too damn obvious. Um, Heath Slater would have been interesting just in the fact that, you know, Christian is his mentor and he's on Raw. And the thing about Heath Slater, I noticed, uh, particularly tonight... They are trying, even though he's getting no fan reaction, he did have more tonight than he has in a while, they're they're making him out to be almost the guy to beat the the charismatic masterpiece on that show from a, from a commentating standpoint. I would agree with that. I mean, they are trying to make him out to be, like, the guy to beat. The, the thing that, that really <laughs> I thought was interesting in this Battle Royal, though, was... Heath Slater actually did eliminate Daniel Bryan at the cost of eliminating himself. He just did a crossbody, mm -hmm. and they both went over the top. And I thought, well, gee, that's that's just the best way to eliminate yourself. It's like he didn't even grab the rope to try and do it. I mean, what was the thought process on that? Oh, I'm just going to take us both out. I mean, I, I don't know. I like the fact that Daniel Bryan did the skin the cap because I was actually missing that in the Royal Rumble this year. And I'm glad that finally somebody did it. No, I, I will agree with you there. It just, like I said, uh, you know, are they chopping that up to a rookie mistake? Because, like, he just cross-bodied and took Daniel Bryan out with no regard to hanging on the ropes at all. It was like, okay, yeah. well, I'm either going to throw myself out or throw him out, but what the hell? So, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know how they want to come across with that, if it's a rookie mistake or whatever. But uh. You know, sometimes in Battle Royals, I just feel as though they don't necessarily put as much thought 
into it as possible. It's kind of, they're told, okay, you're going to eliminate him and yourself here. And I, I, I think it's like you said, I mean, okay, you could say that NXT as a whole is just one big rookie mistake, but I do think that with Heath doing that, that's what you could chalk it up as, but I really don't think much thought went into it. Yeah, I, you know what, I, I would agree with that. And I really thought when it got down to the final two with Otunga and Justin Gabriel that we should have saw a little bit more from Gabriel because, you know, it was just like a rake to the eyes and then he just throws him out. You know, I love rakes to an extent, um, especially when you're trying to be kind of a dirty person, but in Battle Royal, it's bizarre. Um, Justin Gabriel, I saw this later, you know, he was doing the moves and then he just didn't throw the guy out. It was, I don't know, the Battle Royal felt very awkward to me, if that makes sense. No, it was awkward. It was awkward to watch. It was, it was awkward. I'll agree with you there. So let's just get to the end of this battle royal because I don't. It was. I don't even want to talk about it. It was just terrible. Um, David Otunga won it, and he put over the fact Matt Stryker got in the ring and asked him, "Oh, you're posting Raw, yada yada yada, and all of this stuff." And I, Davey Richards goes, "Yeah, and in my dressing room, I want 427 green M and M's." I'm like, "Well, that's kind of awesome." I despised you to this point, but I actually thought that was hilarious. But what really made the moment is Michael Cole going, I want one M&M. Heck, I want to have a dressing room. <laughs> like, what? Oh, you know what? For Michael Cole, that was priceless. Like, I feel as though, and I know that NXTs all work, and it makes me a mark for saying this, but I'm 100% okay with that. I like the fact that the personality we see from Michael Cole comes off as though it is his genuine personality, because we don't see it on the other shows, it's different. For all I know, it's not. I mean, it's, it, it is wrestling, it's a work. But I like the fact that they're presenting it that way, because, I, I, like I said, I've always been a, a fan of his, and I think this is a very interesting and new direction for his character. You know what, I would agree. It, it is definitely an interesting turn for his character. To see Michael Cole go through this whole transformation... Uh, although, is he carrying it over to Raw? Because it doesn't seem like he is. No, he's not. So, And that's the weird thing. On one show, he's like the heel announcer. On the other show, he's the face, play-by-play, blah, 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 blah. So it, it, it's kind of uh, it's interesting to me to see how that he can do both roles. And everybody knows it's, it's like, okay, well, that's your role here, that's your role here. You would think that it would be simultaneous on both to get this character or this gimmick over. Maybe as a slammy in his future. We'll see. <laughs> we, we shall see. You know, I mean, what, December when they roll the Slammy Awards around or maybe July, you know, whatever month they decide to do the Slammy Awards when they bring them back. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I don't even know when they're supposed to be. They just kind of pop up here, they pop up there. Well, traditionally, they were supposed to be the night before WrestleMania. And then they decided to go with the Hall of Fame, which was also the night before WrestleMania. Understandable. Uh, The Hall of Fame wasn't originally there. Like, I think they did that at some other point in the year. But they used to Mm -hmm. do the Slammies the night before WrestleMania. I remember WrestleMania, what, 12, 13, they they did it, and uh, then they stopped doing it for a couple years. Yeah, they definitely took a break. 
Well, exactly, and they only brought him back what last year to to further storylines. That's correct. So, you know, Slammies don't mean shit. But I, I I've actually seen Owen Hart Slammy Award. Believe it or not, I actually know someone here in Calgary that has that Slammy Award. So it's that's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, the Slammies certainly aren't the Oscars or the Emmys or even the Razzies. But you know what? Despite all of that, and even though the fact that every one of us knows and all the wrestlers know that obviously they're just part of a storyline, you got to think that when a guy gets one, um, especially a younger guy like uh, Todd Grisham and Matt Stryker, not this year but the year before, even though they know it's a work, you still got to take some pride in the fact that even being a work, you were recognized for what you did. So I do think it does help. I don't know. I think it's good. I, I don't. I don't think the Slammies are a bad thing. I guess what I'm trying to say. No, they're not a bad thing. Like I said, they can further storylines. It would be nice if there was, you know, a legit type award in professional wrestling, and I think that's originally what the Slammies were supposed to be. And they just kind of fell to the wayside and, and became comedic relief or. You know, a way to enhance the story. And, you know, it's all a work at the end of the day. It's professional wrestling. That's what it's about. So. Yeah, I think you're in a situation where nearly everything that happens in the WWE has a means to an end. Um, and that's why you see a lot of third party groups like Observer and, and others handing out awards and doing those. But even those, to an extent, over time become biased based on certain people's perceptions there really doesn't seem to be any sort of legitimate award given to wrestlers from an independent standpoint like you would have in other forms of entertainment. But I don't know if you can. I don't know if it's possible. I don't think it is. You know, I'm going to have to agree. I, I, I really don't think it is either, but who knows? I mean, who knows what the future holds, really, Yeah. in a situation like this? So was there anything else you actually wanted to talk about since we're done with NXT? I mean, did you want to – there was one thing I wanted to bring up to you, and I wanted to get your your thoughts on it. Um, We just discussed the fact that, you know, we have better ratings on Unplugged here than uh, the TNA Impact (laughs) uh, this past week. But let me me ask you this, and I'm being serious here. Did, Did you happen to catch any of Impact this week? Because I recap Raw, I never get to see Impact Alive, but... I always download Impact, and then I watch it on Tuesdays. And uh, they take a really long time to get up online, too, which is really annoying, because they're all up immediately. I did watch Impact, all of it. Um, I fast-forwarded through some stuff. I don't know. I don't know if I think it was a bad show. I was watching Raw last night, and it was one of the most bizarre Raws I've ever seen, because some of it was fantastic, and some of it was terrible. I've been recapping shows... For two years now, and I've only been doing Raw for about a month, but I was obviously doing ECW and NXT before that. It's the first time in two years when I was recapping a show that I legitimately wanted to turn it off because what I was watching was crap. I, I just didn't want to do it. I, I said, what? what is this? I don't know what's going on right now. This is awful. And then magically, at the end of the night, it turned out to be a fantastic Raw. And so I was watching Impact, and Impact was kind of bizarre, too. It was, I don't know, it was like going on a trip. It's, you can definitely tell with Impact the difference between their live shows and their tape shows. Because their tape shows just have a very, 
uh, I can't think of the right word, just a very formulaic, bland way about them that their live shows don't have. That's true. Um, one of the things that happened, though, that I was very... What's the word I'm looking for? I would almost say intrigued, but you know, I was kind of mortified at the same time. Uh, was <laughs> the the OJ, <laughs> the Orlando <laughs> Jordan, or as we like to call him, OJ Gaga, coming down from the ceiling, uh, wearing the "Don't Cross the Line" police tape. TNA don't cross the line, mind you. It yeah. had their symbol on it, and uh, you know, wearing shitloads of guy liner. And Which make, I'm all for. Well, I've okay. done it myself. Whatever. Okay, so the guy liner's fine. But the tape and stuff, and, and this angle that they've got with him, I I just don't know if they're trying to make him uh, a, a New World gold dust or, or what exactly they're trying to pull here. And, and I'm, I'm going to say this. It's a bold prediction for me, but I just don't think this is going to get over with the fans. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, uh, you know. I know. I'm Wait, old. that's a bold prediction. I, I'm old school. I know, but dude, uh, no, I, I I don't see this going over very well. I, I just really don't. Oh man, you know why is it that people keep bringing this storyline up to me? That's my first question. But I will address this. Um, <laughs> what are you trying to uh, imply? I was just asking you from a journalistic <laughs> standpoint. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, but here's the thing. I wasn't offended by it. Um, I think that a lot of people's reaction was, "Oh, it's the most offensive thing ever." I, it was a weird bisexual. But here's the thing. My first thought is, I cringed at the very beginning because I just hate when I, I, I really just hate when anybody in wrestling comes down from the ceiling. Um, that bothers me for obvious reasons. I. I know that what he did was 100% safe um, and all that, but I don't know. It, it's always hard for me to watch. You know what? Ever since 99, I would have to agree there. I, you know, it, it's funny. Every time they show Sting walking in the rafters, it's like they've got the camera on him, and it's like, here's Sting walking down the rafters. He's in the elevator. Oh, he's coming down the stairs, and they have the camera on him the whole time. It's like, yeah, yeah. he's not dropping from the ceiling anymore. Well, and it's one of those things where, you know, I've – I've had thoughts to myself of, all right, well, maybe it's, maybe it's time to see, you know, maybe they will bring it back and happen. But when I saw that last night, I was like, nah, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel right with me. I, I gotta be honest, and I'm thinking about writing, I'm actually thinking about writing a letter to Russo to ask him about this because I'm, I'm conflicted with understanding whether what his stance on this particular angle was because it to me. It's between two things with him. One of his favorite things that he ever did, well, two of his famous favorite storylines and gimmicks he ever did was Val Venus and Goldust. His original concepts for them are some of his favorite that he did, and he talks about that in his book. But you couple that with the fact that he's said since then, and also in his book, of how he's you know more careful and he's obviously very religious now, um, and. and he wants to make sure that he's constantly doing things that he feels are uh, right in that sort of manner. So I, I'm, I was wondering when I was watching, is this a Russo segment? What were his thoughts on it? And you know, he's always had the mentality of, you know, if you want to know something, 
just write to somebody and actually ask. And I'm, I'm really considering doing that because I just want to know what the thought was behind this because I'm very perplexed. You know, I, like I said, I, I would agree with that remark. I, it, it is very perplexing to see, you know, what's going on here. Uh, don't be surprised if two or three months from now Orlando Jordan's gone from the company. I, I just... I was surprised when he showed up in the company. Well, you know, and, and Orlando <laughs> Jordan is, is a good wrestler. Don't get me wrong. I, I've i seen him do stuff. I mean, he had a mediocre WWE run. Mm-hmm. But I've I've seen stuff that he's done on the indies that were decent. And, you know, he seems like he's... Uh, a pretty competent worker, so, you know, but, but then again, what my do I know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, my problem with the segment was, at the end of the day, what did it do? It didn't further a wrestling storyline. It didn't get anybody over, per se. I just don't know what it did for him. I'm for it. If somehow that segment was pushing towards a storyline or something, I'd be for it. Go with it. You know, it's wrestling. Do something different. I don't care. But what, I, 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 what, I mean, that was what you're hearing now. This sounds my voice. That was my reaction. Well, you know, I, I think the whole point of it right now is to, for some people, maybe to make their skin crawl. For others, maybe it's raising more questions than anything else. There's an interest in finding out where this is going to go. The funny thing was, when it happened, there were chants of "This is freaky" going on in the arena. <laughs> um, so, if that was what they were going for, then I think that they uh, they completely cornered the market on uh, on a freaky segment. Yes, absolutely. Uh, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, out of everything on Impact, that's what we're talking about. You know, and it's got people talking. No, I, I agree. It does have people talking. If if they weren't pulling in a point six from last night, maybe that would be really good. I don't know. I don't know. I'm all. You know that I'm all for Impact. I really am a fan of the product. But it's nice to see Brooke Adams. She always makes me happy. I was a fan of hers in ECW. Yes, one of the uh, the former members of the Extreme Expose from the original, well, from the WWE original version of ECW. Oh man, yes, yeah, she's Mrs. Uh, Teschmacher. None of you in the chat uh, picked that up or saw today that that's who it was. I've actually, I never understood if she was released, to be honest. So I was a fan of having her back. Uh, also on the on the news front for TNA, in case you haven't heard, uh, looks like Consequences Creed and the Nasty Boys are gone. This hurts me, man. I'm I got I'm kind of upset. I'm kind of upset. I um, hope it's over Consequences Creed. Who? Exactly. Yeah, no, I don't even know who that is. Um, <laughs> I've seen him live. I just didn't care for him. Um, and, and Nasty Boys, I'm really upset. I really liked them. I really, really, really liked watching them in TNA. I thought they were fun. I thought they were different from anywhere that they had. I think that they could actually give people nice rubs. I thought that their matches were better than they should have been. I don't. I I liked them. I could have seen him with the band. I don't know. I no. I'm, somebody just asked in the chat, "Am I drinking?" No, I'm not. I really did like them. Look, look. Let me let me just address this. I kind of view professional wrestling from a different mindset than most people does, and honestly, it's kind of why I am where I am right now. Because at the end of the day, wrestling's fantastic and all that, but I love the storylines. And the only thing that matters to me when I watch professional wrestling, when I watch sports entertainment. Is I want to be entertained. I want to escape from the troubles of real life. I just want to have a fun time. And 
that's what the, the Nasty Boys, you know, to an extent, they did that for me. So I liked having them there. Well, you know, I've been saying this for months. My favorite soundbite from the Nasty Boys is when they were doing this, uh, this Australian tour with Hogan. And uh, they cut this promo. And they were talking about how, you know, 20 of the greatest wrestlers of all time and the Nasty Boys would be on the card. <laughs> and, and to me, I mean, that still rings out. And, you know, they had a 90-day contract, I guess. And that was pretty much the deal with them. And mm-hmm. so they are they are gone. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the Nasty Boys don't really bring anything to the table. 3D was just couldn't wait to get rid of these guys because they were booked in a feud with them for the last couple of months. So, uh, you know what? I, I'm I'm going to say that, you know, I wish Sags and Knobs the best in their future endeavors. And, you know, hmm. I, I'm sure they'll still be wrestling on the indie scene, but they weren't doing uh, the TNA product any favors. Let's just put it that way. Hey, you know what? I got to be honest. There were many times when I turned into Impact just to watch them. So what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? That's a good point. <laughs> of course, I'm not like most fans, and I'll admit that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, Dave, you know what? Uh, is there anything else you want to cover? Uh, it's, it's all I got, man. I know me and you were both kind of dragging this out as much as we can. Um just because, at least for me personally, it's, it's, it's tough to say bye for the last time. It is. And, and you know what? I don't want to say this is, you know, goodbye for, you know, forever. Uh, you know, I, I think that sometime down the road, you and I will work together again. And I just want to say that it pains me to see you go on this show because you have been here from day one. And you and I have done some really great things with ECW and with NXT. And, you know, I said it at the top of the show. You have improved greatly since day one. And I think you have a bright future ahead of you uh, if you continue the road that you're on. You're a great columnist. I think that you have gotten so much better at doing radio. And I'm proud of you for that. And I'm glad that I had some small hand in that. Uh, more importantly than that, I consider you my friend. And to see you go, it re- I, I've been agonizing over this for days, honestly. It, it really has affected a lot of my judgments. It was a decision that, you know, had to be made with, uh, with all the tension obviously going on right now. And it sucks. It absolutely sucks. But there was nothing that either one of us could really do. And, you know... As far as I'm concerned, you always have a home here, no matter what happens. I need you to realize that. You are always welcome. And I guarantee you, anytime you pop in this chat room, there will be nobody in here that will ever give you any kind of disrespect. You have earned the respect of everybody listening right now. Everybody that's on this website respects the hell out of you, David Stevens. Thank you, JJ. I, I, I don't have words to express how much all that means uh, all that means to hear uh, in the words that Vince McMahon said to Vince Russo on that famous phone call when he left for uh, WCW DJ I I truly hope that our paths cross again in the future and I I do believe that they will Um, our time together has been fantastic and you know I, I did this for the listeners 
and you all have been incredibly supportive, and it's been a true pleasure to come on on Tuesday nights and escape from the world and 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 do what we do on here. JJ, thank you, and I will talk to you again, my friend. Absolutely, my friend, but before you go, I want to give you this one little thing. Thank you. Standing ovation, you. my friend. You're always you, welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much, David, for everything you've done. And I will talk to you again, my friend. Take care, buddy. All right, buddy. And on that note, guys, I'm going to take a commercial break and play a little tribute to Dave. This is something that he put together for me <laughs> back in the original inception of Plugged In. And uh, I, I just feel like this is what we need to go out with. And, uh, God, you know, guys, standing ovation, everybody in the chat room, because David Stephen has, has earned every bit of what I just said. We love you, Dave. And I'll see you again real soon, buddy. Canadian sun It's time for some wrestling So here it comes With a mountain full of brains Oh lord how can it be He starts analyzing As I look up He opens up his notes Baby not a sign of dust Just a sentence from his mouth And he is inspiring it's time for JJ Sexy. It's time to turn it on. Oh, you know it's time to turn it on. He's always watching wrestling. Oh, yeah, we got something on Saying what's right and wrong. Oh, he's saying this is right and he's saying that's wrong. He knows a muscle buster from an inside That's why I listen to him when he has the TV. And he's the only one who really gets the WWE. It's time for JJ Sexy. It's time for JJ Sexy. I'm Mr. T, and this is my Night Elf Mohawk. God, T, there's no such thing as a Night Elf Mohawk. Shut up, fool! Like I was saying, my Mohawk storms through mighty forests on his frost saber. My Mohawk. T, it's a warrior, not a Mohawk. Well, maybe Mr. T hacked the game and created a Mohawk class. Maybe Mr. T is pretty handy with computers. Has that occurred to you, Mr. Condescending Director? I'm Mr. T, and I'm a Night Elf Mohawk. What's your game? World of Warcraft. Try it for free at Warcraft.com. Rated T for Team.
world is a moment I cherish Call me a nerd, call me a geek, but I'm no longer embarrassed Say I'm socially screwed, never have kids or a marriage I don't live my life for money, fame, or changing your carrot And while people like to hate, discriminate, and be mean In my world, we work together to defeat the Lich King Doesn't matter if you're black, white, ugly, or fat Everyone be kicking booty in the world of Warcraft Real life can be harsh and put me down Telling me I ain't nothing and I'm on shaky ground But I don't hear that anymore, my headphones up too loud I'm on top of the world cause I
SundayNightShowdown.com. It's now time for the um, for the video game segment of this show. And again, I just want to say that uh, David, I know you're out there, man, and, and you're going to be missed here. And it this is truly an end of an era for uh, for this show and for myself because you've been my right hand guy on that first segment for the longest time, and you know got to give you the props man and i wish you the best of luck in what you're doing now and i think you're going to do fine keep your head up kid it's good to know you with that said guys i i want to bring on my uh my gaming co-host here uh to unplugged welcome the sensational sean to the program sean what's going on how's it going man i i got something i want to say to david too i asked him to stay in the room so that I could say something to him, and David, I straight up want to say it has been an honor and a pleasure working with you. 
Um, I know we didn't get together that much and do stuff on the show, but I thoroughly enjoyed your next reviews or your next uh, recaps, ECW recaps, everything like that. I've thoroughly enjoyed talking to you after the shows, everything like that, man. It has been it has been awesome to talk to you, period. I'm glad to call you a friend also, and I hope hope I really hope that sometime down the road, me and you might actually be able to work together at some point. So thank you for everything, David. I hope we can uh, still talk uh, after the shows and everything, and uh, good luck with your other endeavors that you have. Thank you, man. Well, I guess we will switch sides to how's it going, JJ? Uh, it's good, man. It's just a surreal night, man. Like I said, I... I I don't want to come off like you know I, I'm this emotional wreck or anything, but you know I, I am a, I'm bothered tonight by uh, by the events that that we've had to do, and it's it sucks, it really does because David is as much a part of this show as anybody else. He, he's as much a reason for this show to be the success that it has been, and uh, you know I, I'm moving on, I, I'm carrying on, and the friendship will always be there, and. You know, that's about all I can say at this point. Uh, it, it's just, it's kind of fucked up, brother. Yeah, I completely understand. I, As soon as I heard, as soon as I read the their preview for tonight, I was just like, is this serious? Is this like an April Fool's joke early? And as soon as I talked to, as soon as I talked to David a little bit, uh, he was like, I was like, dude, seriously? I was like, crap. And he was... And as soon as I heard about it, I was like, oh, man, this is definitely going to be a weird night. But things happen. I I guess I'll make – I'll say this right quick. If you haven't listened to WNL Wrestling News Live from last night, it was an extremely good show. And you will completely understand what is going on right now if you listen to that show. Um, I, I've heard the clip. I know what was said, and I really don't enjoy what was said either, and it sucks, and that's the only thing I'll say about that. Yeah, I, so. I don't think we need to harp on it. I mean, I, I think Trey and I kind of uh, kind of got a lot off our chest last night, and it's something that needed to, to happen. You know, I, I, I have tried, and you know this, and everybody else that listens to this show and every other show on this network knows that I have gone out of my way to stop any kind of bullshit going on in the chat rooms, you know, people posting shit anywhere, fucking dogging anybody. I have done my best to quell everything. But a comment was made that was way over the line, and Trey and I both felt like we needed to respond, and we did, and we got everything out of our system. I feel so much better, like a weight has been lifted off my shoulder. And, you know... I'm not going to take it, ladies and gentlemen. If they want to throw shots at me, if they want to fire salvos at me, it's not going to be good for them in the long run. Well, JJ, we have the ultimate weapon sitting in the back of the office right now. I mean, we've got that one weapon that if we let it loose, everything we know, we everything we love and, and treasure is going to die along with it. Yeah, and that I, one weapon is Mike. Oh, I was thinking you were talking about that EMP that I had bought that would totally uh, fuck everything up, but, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, well, Mike, you know Mike, man. He's 
it'll, it'll destroy everything. So the AMP might work too. I don't know yet. We'll find out. So um, what is on tap tonight for the gaming reviews? Um, gaming reviews tonight, I wanna, I'm going to talk about Just Cause 2, but I'm also going to talk about the new stimulus package, the map pack that came out for Call of Duty. And there's a little bit of news that I want to go over, but let's talk about the map pack. Um, stimulus package that came out was five maps. Two old maps, Crash and Overgrown, plus three new maps, which I don't really know what their names are. Um, straight up, if you enjoy playing Call of Duty, buy it. If you only play Call of Duty every now and then, don't waste your money on it. I bought it today. I played Overgrown and Crash. Those were the only those were the first two maps I got to play. I was happy about that, but the only problem is you can't choose like what what game you want to play. You can't choose free for all and go straight into excuse me. You can't go straight into a a map selection that chooses either the stimulus package maps or the are the all the old maps. You can't do that. If you go into the multiplayer setup, it'll show at the bottom of the page there's two of them. There's hardcore stimulus package and then there's regular stim- stimulus package. I I mean as soon as I was like this is all I mean this is all they're giving us to choose. I mean that's that's that sucks. And I said, I was like, okay, I'm going to try this out. I spent the I spent the money for it. I'm I'm really wishing I hadn't, but I will be going back and playing every now and then Call of Duty. So I'm a little happy I chose it, but I really wish I hadn't spent the money. It's not uh it's not worth it. If you like Call of Duty, if you play Modern Warfare a lot, you'll want the map pack. If you don't, don't uh don't buy it. Seriously. Well, you know, I find that interesting. Uh, isn't Infinity Ward? Did they leave somebody there to actually put out the DLC? Because I was pretty pretty sure they were gone. Uh, I mean, um, how does that work exactly? When you know, uh, I would think there'd be no DLC for the company, considering all the shit that's gone down. Um, about that, Activision uh, in the court case. Uh, there was a court case that came out after during the lawsuit that the two the two original owners put out against Activision. Apparently, the two original owners were in talks with Electronic Arts, EA, about after the next Modern Warfare came out, they were going to um, jump ship to Electronic Arts to have them distribute their games um, instead of Activision. And Activision found out about it, and they got ticked. I mean, that was that was pretty that's pretty hardcore that they would do that. And when uh, when Activision found out, they're like, you know what, we're not dealing with this. You're fired from the subordination. You're gone. Wow. So I was just kind of like, Activision released it in a court papers. So I was just like, whoa. I was like, where? This is where this is coming from. So. They were trying to go to act. They were trying to go to EA. I mean, it was a little weird. So that does uh, that does seem a little weird, actually. Uh, I mean, when I say a little, I mean kind of a really weird, to be quite honest. 
I mean, I've never, I don't support electronic arts. I, I hate electronic arts, but they own some of the more more good, better game titles that have been out, so I kind of just let it go by. But um, Activision, I'll support still, because they own Blizzard. And to Greg, um, it's in the court documents, dude. So, but, um, yeah, other than that, I, I don't really, I, until I know all the facts, I mean, that is what I have read on the court documents, so that's what I'm going to go with. So, off that topic, let's talk a little Just Cause 2. Sounds good. Um, Just Cause 2 is the sequel to Just Cause 1, of course. Um, which is a Grand Theft Auto cookie cutter. Now, if you want to cut, if you want to be a copy of a game, why not copy Grand Theft Auto? Seriously, um, Just Cause Two places you in the middle of a. Uh, I'm I'm thinking it's Asian country uh, called Penal, where you are to find a rogue. Operative that works for the United States to um, because he had he he went rogue and he started this war between all this, this entire country and he's going after the president of the country that, and the president turns out to be a warlord who's trying to destroy everything who's trying to kick out all of the foreigners and all that. Well, you go in to find and possibly kill this. This operative, and at the same time, you have to befriend all of the uh, all of the warring factions within the Penal district, Penal country. Um, some of the things that you can do in this game. Um, well, let me first off say that this game it doesn't look all that good to begin with, but when you actually get into playing it and get into different areas you'll see that this is an extremely beautiful game. I mean, um if you get a if you get a helicopter and you go up into the air, you'll you'll start running in the clouds, you'll, you'll start becoming a little hazy. But if you look down, you'll see beautiful water graphics. The land is actually coming up um like with hills and mountains. Uh you can you can't see the streets. I mean, the streets pop in and pop out, which sucks a little bit, but it's going to happen when you're about uh oh a couple thousand feet from the from the ground. It's just going to happen. Um in this game, you drive different driving different vehicles, uh motorbikes, motorcycles, uh cars, trucks, vans, RVs. Um uh, you can drive helicopters, you can drive planes, uh, and when I say planes, I say like 747s, like the big passenger planes. Oh, that's cool. Uh, when I, as soon as I found one, I was just like, wow, really? I was like, this is really cool, and it's and it flies kind of like a plane. You can only turn it, you can only go to the right so much, you can only turn to the left so much, you can only go up so much. It's like a real plane. It follows the... The um the laws of a, a real plane, and um you can fly military jets that have uh that have rockets, miniguns on them, everything. And you're going through this game, you're playing it. You've got to un you unlock different missions by causing chaos. 
the only way to cause chaos is to destroy shit. Like, you're running through a military base and you see something that is uh, that has a white star on it with a red background. You destroy that, you get points for it. And it could be a gas canister, it could be a uh, gas tank, it could be like one of those huge oil tanks that you see sitting somewhere. You blow it up, huge explosion, amazing explosion. It's always a good sight to see those explosions. Sounds awesome, man. It it is. Um, it's if you like Grand Theft Auto, it's a buy. I'm going to buy it straight up. I got it from GameFly. It's going to cost me about thirty eight dollars to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Uh, it'll it'll have downloadable content very soon. Um, it's definitely going to be a uh, thoroughly enjoy enjoyable game. I'll definitely uh, check it out. It, it sounds pretty kick ass. I mean. I'm a big fan of the uh, the Grand Theft Auto series, to be quite honest. I mean, I haven't played my Grand Theft Auto 4 in a long time, but uh, who knows, maybe after I'm done with this whole E-Fed thing this week, and can actually take some time off from the E-Fed before our next show, maybe, just maybe, I'll plug in the old Grand Theft Auto 4 and go fuck some people up online, because that sounds like fun. <laughs> uh, it is. I um, I definitely think you would enjoy this game, J.J., uh, this definitely is uh, the, the other really cool part about it is is um, you use a grappling hook to get around. Sometimes, like you'll grapple onto a uh, onto a helicopter and you'll go straight up to the bottom of the helicopter and you can hijack the helicopter like that. Um, if you grapple onto the ground, you have the choice of while you're zipping along to that point where you grappled onto, you can deploy a parachute and you'll parachute around the little island. Uh, it's just really cool. You can you can base jump in the game. You can free fall from a helicopter if you jump out like at its highest point. You can jump out and you'll free fall the entire way. And at any point you want, you can deploy the deploy the parachute. Very nice. So it's it's definitely a fun game. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's a buy. It's a thumbs up. It's a five. Uh, from me, it's a five. I don't care what anybody else says. It's a five. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. I will. Uh, I'll definitely out then for sure. For shizzle my nizzle. Oh my lord. Um, there's some news out there that I want to talk about right quick. Um, especially with PAX that went on this past weekend, and with uh, some of the stuff that's been going on. Like, did you hear that Major Nelson uh, got his Xbox Live hacked? You know what? I ha- this is news to me. I haven't heard about this. What what happened with Major Nelson? Um, Major Nelson, as anybody who owns Xbox knows, is he's the guy who's who, who's the face, really, of the Xbox. He does all of the video coverage for a lot of stuff. He's known as Major Nelson. Um, his major his his live account got hacked by a group, and there's some there was some stuff that was on there. If you go to joystick.com, and I'll post the uh, the story and um, the chat room. But if you go to joystick com. They have a picture of what happened to his to his profile and everything, and the guy was straight up not nice with his stuff. But it was a spam, is all it was. Um, the it, during one part of the account, it said any any account one hundred dollars PayPal, saying basically that this guy will hack your hack anybody's account you want for a hundred dollars. That's it. And they um, 
he posted a video on YouTube showing how he did it. You know what? Cyber, ter- cyber terrorism is not cool. No, it's not. Um, CJ, I know he wants me to talk about this, so I'll talk about it. Uh, the PS3 is dr- in the next firmware update, which is 3.21, will be dropping Linux support. So you cannot install Linux on your system if you update to the next PS3 firmware. Oh, for all you PS3 fanboys, boo-hoo! <laughs> boo-hoo! Um, you originally, and if you bought a Slim, you couldn't, you can't do the, uh, you can't do the installation of Linux anyway, but only if you have uh, the um, the uh, the fats, as we'll call them, the well, PS3 fats. And and CJ is saying also in the chat room that if uh, you'll be locked out of the PSN if you don't upgrade. Wow, what a, what a clusterfuck! I mean, congratulations Sony for pulling stupid shit. Bravo. Uh. I'd still not want to install it if I was going to lose PSN. Sorry. Uh, what else is on this page? Uh, have you played um, the uh, Have you played the Xbox Arcade? Uh, not yet. The game room. Yes, the game room is awesome. I've got a one of my friends on my on there actually has it, and he's got games that you can go play. And I'm going to try it out probably this week. It's funny because on your on your system basically. Any friends that you have that are on your friends list at any given time are playing in the arcade. That's cool. Which is pretty cool because I've actually seen you play some games in the arcade, and I think I've seen <laughs> CJ play in games and One Man X, and you know just just various people on my friends list. I try to go up and talk to you motherfuckers, but you don't talk to me. Probably because yeah. you're not online, but it's just kind of funny that way. Yeah, that is pretty funny. I've seen that when I was playing uh, some other game. On uh, Xbox Live Arcade, I downloaded a game and was playing, and it was like JJ was standing there. He was like, "Huh, what's going on around here?" And all of a sudden, you get hit by a cannon or something, and you just get up and you're like, "What was that?" And that was basically it. I was like, "Is JJ going to speak to me, or is he not online?" Oh, he's not online. Okay. No, it, you know what? It, it, it's funny though. I, I like that you can customize your own arcade. Uh, they're going to have games that you can download into it, and uh, it's a pretty cool concept, I think. Yeah, it is. It's definitely going to be good when they update it, because it has about 30 or so now, and they'll be updating it with about 21 come April. 21 more games. So I can't wait. I'm going to probably buy it and download download a couple uh, as soon as I get some paychecks. Very cool. Um, PAX uh, was this weekend, uh, where it's Penny Arcade's, uh, annual uh, uh, convention and all that, and they had some pretty big stuff. But the biggest thing was there was actually a theft that occurred at PAX this weekend where somebody stole the Breach game code. Um, I'm not entirely sure what they meant. Uh, it was actually the code of the game, like the, the background code where it helps, it tells you what's running or what to run. Um, it's the code for the game itself. Um, the code itself is worth about $6 million. Dang. And this guy was stupid enough to steal it. Um, he was arrested and was only given a bond of $200. 
Um, the charge was he was charged with larceny over $250 and trade secret buy, sell, receive stolen. That was his charges. Well, he posted bond, and he jumped bail. He ran. Um, when Joystick did the account, when they did the news story, his account was actually it was actually on uh, on Xbox Live at the time. He was playing Call of Duty. Wow. They, uh, they contacted the account, and his uh, he he signed off automatically. He signed off as soon as they contacted him, and. Uh, they haven't arrested him yet, apparently. So he's still out there running around. So if you see him, call it in. You might get yourself uh, somewhere around $2 million or so. Who knows? I'm thinking probably not going to happen there, man. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, That's a pipe dream and a half right there. Yeah. Next week is the release of Splinter Cell Conviction. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, The week after, we will be having a review for that. I promise you that JJ looking forward to it um, Mass Effect 2 if you want to buy it it's $40 on Xbox on for the Xbox 360 on Amazon.com uh, $30 for the PC that's not too shabby no nah, that's pretty good that's um, definitely a lot better than it could be uh, that's about all the news for video games today so and it looks like they're still spoiling the uh the spoiler that you dropped earlier. Jack Flagger, the all-American-American American Oklahoman. Is the new world heavyweight champion. You know spoiler what? Art. That is, just to me, that's interesting. I really, I'm okay with Swagger as the champ, to be honest, because he had a good run as the ECW champ. I don't think he's going to be a long-term champion as the world heavyweight champion. But it's interesting to see where they go from this. I almost feel like they want to transition away from uh, Jericho Edge and put Edge back in that pitcher going up against possibly Swagger and beating Swagger since he couldn't get the job done against Jericho. I don't know. Just a theory. But I think Swagger is going to be a very short-term champion. I think what it's going to turn around to be is Jericho loses the title on Swagger and turns around the next week and wins it back. That's what I could see happening. Maybe. It could happen. A week-long reign, and Jericho is like, you know what? Back in the day, they marked my uh, they marked my win out of the, uh, the the records book. Let's mark his out of the records book, and he was never champion. Well, it would be funny if he pulled the whole Triple H thing, where you know they recalled yeah. the match and said, you know, this match never happened. But you know, yeah, but oh well, can't happen. Um, I think our WrestleMania is this this weekend, isn't it? It is scheduled for this weekend. I've got a lot of work to do. I haven't even uh, started taping matches. I have everything pretty much assembled. I just need to go through and play the matches and, and sim them or whatever I'm going to do. Um, and that's pretty much all I have left to do. So going to be a, uh, some busy days for me, really, some late nights over the next couple of days. Um, but I'm looking forward to unleashing this thing on Sunday since we really don't have anything major happening on Sunday on the network, no pay-per-views. So we do have, uh, you know, WrestleMania dropping this weekend. So that should be, that should be fun. You know, Mike's got the triple threat match against uh, JSK and the Trey Dog for the World Heavyweight Championship in the main event, and uh, that's going to be absolutely a blast to see those three just kill each other. To be quite honest, I mean, 
Uh, it's too bad I couldn't make it a last man standing three way because you, you can't obviously, but uh, it would be so fun to see a last man standing between those three because I'm not really sure who would come out victorious in that. Um, originally, I'd scheduled a triple threat for the Intercontinental Title, and it looks like I might actually be changing that a little bit and adding a couple more people and making it a um, what the fuck kind of match is that? The uh, what's the match with five people? The scramble match. Yeah, the scramble. So I'm thinking it's going to be a, an intercontinental scramble match, and add a couple more people to the, the to the to the match because I want to make sure that everybody gets a shot here and, and is a part of this. Darn. Okay. Well, it just it just means that you have a one in five chance of winning. But it's that's a lot worse than a one in three chance. Well, that's true. That's true. I, I, I've got V trying to uh, trying to negotiate a deal with me in the chat right now <laughs> that he wants to have Pedra and Andy go after the belts, and he wants to manage them. I don't know. I, I'm kind of set with you guys. I actually have something else in mind for uh, for Josh Pedra. I was going to add him to the Intercontinental uh, Scramble match. So. I don't know. It all depends. Like, you know, would you rather be a singles champion or would you rather be a tag team champion? Because you have the choice. I don't know. You know what? I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with uh, with Mr. V and Andy. I kind of like that combination. We'll see what happens. And, and yes, Nim, if you want to be a part of this, all you have to do is send me an email to Sunday Night Showdown at yahoo.ca. Give me a picture of yourself. Tell me what your height and weight is. Tell me what kind of moves you want, what kind of gimmick you want, because everybody has a gimmick in this EFET. Nobody is the same character. Everybody has their own distinct gimmick. Because when I'm booking this thing, I want gimmicks that stand out. And really, that's what to me, that's what professional wrestling was about back in the heyday. Everybody had a gimmick, and everybody had something that got them over. And that's really what we do here with this EFET. So I do have some open spots, because obviously there's been some that have been vacated um, in recent times, due to situations. So, if you want to be a part of the eFed, send me a, an email, Nim, and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I may have to. Um, I want to see if there's any way that you can copy and edit the person that you download. If not, I may have to just say, hey, JJ, go create me a person again so you can just edit whatever you want. I yeah, don't know. yeah, that's the only thing about like when when somebody makes somebody and they they actually send me the character. I can't go back and give them theme music. I can't do anything. You can't edit, download, which is extremely stupid. I think what they should have done when they put this option out there, and THQ, if you're listening, and I hope you are, um, you really should have the option when somebody puts their character online for them to be edited or not. I mean, in some situations, there'll be people that will steal other people's creations. But for what we're using it for, you know, you should be able to edit and do what you want. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to check and see, because th- there's got to be a way. But There's I don't not. Know. There's I'll... not. Okay. I've already checked into it. There's not. It's That's the rule that they put in play. I mean, they did give us an online community this year where you could download creations, but you can't edit them. So. Mm. 
That sucks. Oh, well, I guess it's time for a promo. You ready? Yep, you do your promo, and then we're going to take phone calls. Mike, is Mike listening first? Because I'm going to make mention of him. Well, he said he was getting his headset, so... i got to make sure he's listening first. Come on, Mike, hurry up. Ah, screw up. Um, he's here. Go. Okay. This Sunday, it is the time for the Angel of Azrael to come back to Sunday Night Showdown Championship Wrestling. This Sunday, I return from my hiatus. The commission asked me to take a little break from dealing out what I was dealing out, and after a thorough walk, I saw that something was missing. Something was there in my head trying to to push me to the point where I could never come back. The darkness was surrounding me. It was enveloping me, and I could not go through that path again. I looked up and asked him why, and all he said was, it's time, and a light enveloped me. In my head, I saw only two things, warmth and pain. Things are going to be different this time around. Things are going to... I'm going to bring some destruction this time. I I took a hiatus because I wanted to see what the competition was going to do. I wanted to see what the what the champion Mike was going to bring around. I wanted to see what the Tradoc and JSK were going to do. And they brought it. They brought destruction. They brought the pain. But now it's time. It's time for me to drop someone. It's time for me to destroy someone. So this Sunday, I am going to destroy whoever steps in, my, in the ring with me. Be it Crowley, be it the half or be it whoever else is jumping in with us. I will drop you, and I will destroy you. Someone is going to fall from grace. So saith. So saith the angel. The angel of Azrael. You'll never forget the name of... Uh, the angel of Azrael. Oh my god, I thought you were gold dust there for a second, bro. What the fuck happened there? I almost did it. I almost did it. I was like, oh, gold dust. I almost felt like you were gold dust there for a second. That that was kind of crazy. But with that said, we actually do have the first caller of the night. Welcome to Unplugged. Who is this? The champ is here. John Cena is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. John Cena is here. (laughs) The champ is here. Who the f... Where where the hell... Where is your freaking religious garb there, Angel? Where's the... What did you do? Go into a convent and become a priest? Holy shit, you psychotic son of a bitch. You think just because you came off of a hiatus that you're going to come back in here into my house, into what, into the place 
that I helped build. And I'm the only one, the only one that's got more stroke in this company other than me is the guy who's running the thing. Okay, and you think you're going to come into my house and start talking trash about this company and about me and about the guys who who who, who are busting their asses by, uh, behind me trying to catch my belt, trying to catch my ass and take my belt? I got news for you, son. You ain't going to have a chance in hell to even get close to get a shot. At me, because right now, boy, you are starting at the bottom of the freaking ladder. You are starting so far down, freaking snakes have to look down at you. You are that far down on the rung, on the rung leading up to the champ who is at the top of the freaking food chain, and you are talking to the son of a bitch who is at the top of the freaking food chain. So the only thing you got to worry about there, boy, instead of sitting there running your goddamn mouth, is to just get up off your ass, get up off your lazy chair, get in the ring, start kicking some asses, get my attention, and then let's see what happens. Because right now, you my friend, are the last motherfucker on the planet that I am worried about right now. The only thing I am focused on is going into WrestleMania, taking on those two hillbilly fuckers, and turning them into pieces of fucking plywood when I throw their asses through tables and hit them with so many steel chairs, they're going to have steel fatigue. Okay? The last thing you need to worry about is coming after my belt. Because there's nobody anywhere in this company on the face of the planet who has got the guts, the fortitude, or the psychotic to take what's mine. You want it? You come get it, boy, because I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did the ambiance. You know, he said you had no chance in hell, and I just thought, what the hell? I had to play it. It, it just made that Mike, promo so much better. Mike, I don't think I say anything bad against you or against the company. Mike, are you there? I'm here. Am I off character now? Or am I still going? Am I still? Am I still doing my thing? I'm I, trying to figure out. JJ, did I say anything bad about the company or against Mike? Well, Mike was just kind of promo. That's all I can tell you. I know. Okay. Um, all right, all right. If you want me to step off character, I'm going to step off character. You know damn well I got no, I got no ill will anywhere here. Okay. You know damn I know, well. I know, dude. I'm just I'm just messing with you. Okay. But like, if you want to come yeah, on here against you, Mike. You you came you came at me all freaking night in the chat room as I'm sitting here going through a mound of paperwork bigger than my fucking belly. And, and and you're sitting here telling me, I got to hear this promo. I got to hear this promo. I got to hear this promo. Well, I heard the promo, and you know what? I ain't impressed, okay? I ain't impressed. And, you know, I got to tell something else here, and this is the honest-to-God truth. Hey, Trey, I know you're out there somewhere, Trey Dog. I know you're out there. You think you, you think you got me scared, boy? You ain't got me scared. I am relishing at the fact of taking a steel chair and rearranging your head with it. So come get some, boy. Come get some. Wow. <laughs> that almost sounded like another soundbite, didn't it? <laughs> 
Wasn't even intentional. So, Mike, stepping out of character for a second, what's on your mind? Big character man? has stepped out. What, what's on your mind? Uh, I got I got nothing major on my mind right now. I'm uh, I'm in, I'm happy about the fact that they are recognizing that Brian is the skilled individual on NXT. I'm re- I'm happy about the fact that they're recognizing that Brian is probably the most likeliest candidate. Excuse me to succeed on one of the brands. I want to see Cole swallow some serious cups of AIDS and die a horrible death because that stupid rat-infested little pissant son of a bitch needs to shut his big fat fucking yapper before I place my size 17 down his face so freaking hard it'll come out his asshole. And if you notice, I'm not fond of Michael Cole right now. All right, that's just all I got to say about that. No shit. And um, um, I didn't get a. Ch- um, I'm loving the fact that I got my. Uh, I want to thank CJ Bowman for reminding me that I fucking downloaded the Justin dot TV app on my iPhone on my iPod. I'm sitting here screaming. I got no way. I got no way to look at NXT. I'm blind over here because of this fucking piece of shit computer. Then I'm sitting here next to me and. Uh, CJ comes out and says, yo, man, they just downloaded a Justin TV, Justin.TV app. I was like, holy shit, I forgot. I just fucking downloaded it earlier today. But up, bing, bang, boom, catch the battle royal and have a nice day. So at least now I can actually maybe be more prepared to do my job when uh, Friday comes, when, they, when the rewind comes around. And, uh, and I try to make sure that Andy doesn't lose his mind over something else involving Mickey James. Oh, well, that's a given. It is getting a little bit tiring with those Mickey James rants of his. I love him to death. I love him to death, no questions asked. But Jesus Christ, every... Cole needs to wear a tie and look professional, V. That is the best you can do about making a freaking critique about that little pissant bastard is to wear a freaking tie? Come on, V. You know better than that. Holy shit. Well, oh I want to throw this out because I wanted to talk this talk to um, David about this earlier, but I I didn't get a chance to. Um, I think the way they're scoring this is they're giving all of the the pros a card and saying you need to rate these guys one through eight, and I think that's how they rated it. And everybody rated Daniels number one except for the Miz, of course. And I think that's how they they probably did rate. I mean, I know it's all fixed, so don't give me that. But I'm just throwing out there that I think that's how they did it. So, Well, I still like the concept. I still like the whole setup. I really, really hope that WWE isn't going to try and pull the Jennifer Hudson card next week when our Tunga hosts. I have a feeling they're going to pull it off, and it's going to make me want to puke. The guest host thing has run its absolute course beyond belief. I mean, anybody who sits here and tells me that the hot tub time machine guys were entertaining is just, well, let me rephrase that. Um, I am not the fan of the comedic jackass style um, shtick comedy right in your face 
movies like a scary movie or some other type of movie like that. So Hot Tub Time Machine's not up my alley by any stretch of the imagination. But those two guys couldn't talk their way out of a paper bag. And to see them sitting in a freaking hot tub match with the Divas, I will... <laughs> The only thing, the only thing that I came out of that that, uh, that I said coming out of that segment is, is that those two guys were the luckiest motherfuckers on the planet to even be in the same room with women that good looking, and it just wasn't fucking entertaining. But that's just my own fault. Michael Cole is like a hanging turd. Thank you, Mister V. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. That is the appropriate way to discuss that little pissant bastard, Michael Cole. Thank you very much. Um, who else wants a piece of the champ? Who else? Huh? Come on, let's go. Who wants a piece of the champ? I am freaking ready for bear. Who wants a piece of the fucking... Oh, oh you oh, want... No, no, oh, no. I see another victim. I see another victim. Okay, we're not, we're not having party line tonight, guys. Sorry. Oh, fuck. I, well, I, right. I am not going to lose right. control of my show tonight. Not happening. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. The boss has spoken. You're lucky, DJ. You're lucky the boss has spoken. But just remember something, boy. If you're going to call up and talk shit, I'm going to be sitting here doing paperwork, listening to the show. Don't think for a second I won't pick up the fucking headset and ring back in to rip your new one. Don't think for a second it won't happen because it will. You know damn well I'm not one to shut up easy. All right. On, Sean? On, on a side note, before you leave, I, I've given Andy Knowles new theme music. I think you guys will like it. Oh, God, I'm afraid to ask. As for me, what the fuck? Wow, it's not wanting to play. What the fuck is up with that? Well, since we're talking about theme music, um, hmm. do I get to use mine? Okay, well, here's the thing. Okay. Right now, I'm only putting what I can through my hard drive, so I'm having problems making CDs and putting them, you know, uh, the files from my computer and putting them in the Xbox. They're not wanting to record to the Xbox. So right now, I'm going on the hard drive that I have, the music that I have. So unfortunately, no. Darn. Sorry. Mike's record against me is like Daniel Bryan and NXT over. Don Juan, don't piss me off. Don't no. piss me off. Go uh, ahead, Andy. Oh, go ahead, JJ. I'm waiting on that song. Any luck? Uh, it's not pulling up. <laughs> Never mind. It, was it the Mickey James thing, or is it something uh, something a little more... Uh, no, it, it, it's not Mickey James. I, I, I can't pull it up, so I'm not going to play it, so don't worry about it. It's All right. lost All right. in the editing Let room. Me... Then let me then let me bid if let me bid a calm and civil adieu, Sean. Let him spew, man. Let him spew. Let him spew. Get him on the line. Let him spew, and then I'll turn around and I'll turn him into freaking orange goo. That's what I've I do. Other, we've got other people who want to call in. I've got two people who's messaged me alone to say, "Hey, I want to call in." All right. So, all right. Well, then in that case, I will step aside and get back to my pounds of paperwork. It was a pleasure, and at least this time I did it right. So don't tell me that I'm still on probation there, Sean, because the only one who could put me on probation is sure as hell not you. Okay? You might be the military boy, but you're not the one who could put anybody on probation. I put myself on probation. All right? 
and I think I passed my probation, and I think I passed, I think I passed my exile, and I think I'm back on semi-decent footing. We all know I'm going to fuck up somewhere else uh, down the line, but that's another story for another day. Down with the sickness. Long Island is the birthplace of the sickness, and the sickness says the champ has spoken. All right, Mike, thanks for that. Uh, so the phone lines are open, of course, and uh, you know, Don Juan, you do actually have a match at WrestleMania against Kyle Corvon, who is undefeated. You both are. So one of you is going to come out of this still undefeated. The other, not so much. So before you go looking at uh, Psycho Mike there, I would worry about Kyle Corvon first. Who is Kyle Corvon? Uh, he has a big fucking red mohawk in the E-Fed. Oh. And he's had I, matches on the shows that you guys obviously aren't watching. No, I'm watching. I just don't remember that name. I'll trust you. Go me. back and rewatch. Yeah, go back and rewatch. Like I said, phone lines are officially open. Mike has left the building. Should be interesting. We'll take a few calls, and I'm going to wrap this thing up at uh, 30 after the hour. I have many things to do tonight. We actually do have another caller right here to Unplugged. Welcome to the show. Who is this? What's going on? It's the master of pain education. It's your man, Slick Clint Bowman. CJ in the house. What's going on, buddy? I I had my fellow Board of Education member... Psycho Siciliano going all types of crazy. I'm just going to hear the tell him to calm down. Why? You don't calm down, you're going to lose that little shiny belt to the insiders. And we don't want that in the board of education. You know, I'm going to have to kick you out personally with a little bit of pain education, bro. Oh, shit. Oh. I mean, I mean, but on to the next one, like Swiss Beats and Jay-Z. You see everybody what? up in here. Everybody up in here, you know, they want to be all like the top dogs, not realizing that Mr. Pain Education sitting in the back just waiting, chilling out, relaxing, taking on his little options. And no, Don Juan, Orlando Jordan has not called in. Why? Because I'm pimping like Elijah Burke, poping everywhere I go. You feel me? <laughs> I do, I'm actually. I'm right now. When I come up, I grab the IC World Title Tag Title, whatever title's in my way. I'll be like the Miz. No, I'll be like MVP, half man, half amazing, and half tag team champion. <laughs> CJ Gaga. You know, I'm telling you right now. CJ Gaga, what? Curly, don't make me slap you so hard, boy. I will slap you so hard that you will jump the spectrum and you'll become black. <laughs> oh my lord I was thinking maybe I'll slap you so hard your brother will feel it but that one works too I guess <laughs> he just took it to a whole new level holy shit I'll slap you so hard you'll be paling in Seamus <laughs> wow <laughs> I'll teach you to the great white north and make you blend into the Yukon okay Woo. okay but you know what? When it comes to WrestleMania, WrestleMania is the best thing ever to happen to me. Even though I may not know what match I'm in, I wouldn't be surprised to see myself in a scramble match. I wouldn't be surprised to mm. see myself interfering 
in the tag team match, or even in the world title match, and slapping up Train JSK on behalf of yeah. Psycho Mike Siciliano. I don't know what'll happen, but I'm gonna tell you something, Mr. Pain Education, Slick Clint Bowman, the Legend Among Legends, CJ Bowman, will make an impact, and believe that. Believe that. So, are you going to cross the line at the same time when you make the impact? Yeah, I will cross the line. Not like Orlando Jordan, of course, but I will cross the line. Wow. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that was a pretty funny one right there. And, and I was right off the top of the dome, too. <laughs> no, that, that was that was, uh, that was was sheer entertainment right there, CJ. I got I to gotta give that up. That was, uh, I liked it. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Hell, hell, hell a funny promo. Yes, yes. very. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. Josh says it. I'm a habitual line stepper. Charlie Murphy says it best. There for a moment there, I, I thought you were, you know, like reciting some old Fresh Prince, you know, shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys, it was up to no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. In my neighborhood. I got one little fight. My mom's got scared. Oh, man, I love that. <laughs> I was watching that. I was watching that on Disney XD just now, yo. Said so you moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. <laughs> oh, man. Funny night. Funny night, man. All around. NXT was awesome. David Otunga, everything, man. The whole thing about the PS3s locking out Linux. Jack Swagger. That's another story for another time. It's been an interesting night here on Unplugged. Absolutely. And and the funny thing, retroactive spoiler for it, they're breaking up crime time. I'm just letting you know this right now. That's what they're planning on doing. Sweet. That means JTG might actually have a chance of going somewhere. JTG is going face. Shad is going hill. Yeah, Shad will be uh, uh, future endeavored within the next six months. <laughs> I was thinking two months. I was being nice. <laughs> I was trying I'm to not. be opt a fucking mystic. Yeah, you know, Shad may, go to Charlie, Shad may go to Charlie Haas route. You know, may end up, you know, doing a couple matches, then not doing any matches. And then just getting cut. Oh, no, no, not even that. May get paid to stay and then get cut and then go to TNA, I'm just saying. Yeah, more than likely he'll be, uh, he'll be somebody's celebrity bodyguard within three weeks. That or, he, or, that or they'll stick him with the Pope, I'm just saying. I say he goes to TNA and he tags with Hernandez. No, wait, wait, no, no. you got to understand that Sean, that was wrong. His name is Hernandai. That's right. J- okay, J- Hernandai then. He made it an edict. And on the Sunday Night Show, I know where we refer to Hernandez as Hernandai. Because the Pope is Pope with us. It's all about the Pope. You just like Desmond Ruffin. And when we're talking about Desmond Wolf, it's Desmond Wolf. Desmond Wolf. <laughs> I, I could care less and not really talk about him either way. So. This is true. <laughs> uh, anything else, CJ? I'm going to take like one or two more calls and then we're getting the fuck out of here. Nothing else, man. I got to get to sleep. I got work in the morning. Well, get the fuck out of here and get some sleep, motherfucker. Shit. I CJ, CJ, before you go, yeah, yeah. if you're placing a scrum match with me, I will destroy you. I will make sure of that. No, no, no. You Jake? will see my leg going so far above your head and then coming down, crashing your face, will hit the floor, make an impact. You will be splat. You will be flat, Angel. All right? You, you will have no wings. Your wings will fall off and your face will get smashed up. I'm just saying. Better drink some I fucking push, Red Bull, Sean. <laughs> I will push I will Crelly push in the head. 
Son, don't make me take you to school, son. I will take you to school, man. Hit you in the playground at 3 o'clock. Uh-huh. Meet me at the flagpole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, CJ, All right, buddy. Here. We'll talk hey. to you later, man. Later, brother. Oh, CJ Bowman, what a fucking character, I'm telling you. That guy. We actually do have another caller on the line. Welcome to Unplugged. Who is this? Hey, guys, it's Nim. Hey, Nim, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm actually going okay, guys. Going all right. Uh, I haven't really had too much. It's obviously uh, really sad to see David leave, but hey, uh, I really hope he has a he has a really good future. He does. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind that David Stevens is going to do just fine. I mean, he's he's got a show that he's uh, that he's doing on that other network, and and I think it's probably going to end up being the best show that they have over there. So, uh, you know what? Good for him, and and I wish him the best of luck. And he knows he's always welcome here, and uh, we're always going to be friends. So it's just sad that the decision had to be made, and things had to go down the way they did. And and there's no hard feelings between myself and Dave. Uh, there's a lot of mutual respect, and you know, I mean that's that's kind of the way it is. It sucks, yeah. but you know we got to move on, and and we got to make the best of it. And like I said, I I think David's got a hell of a lot of talent, and I think he's got a bright future ahead, and uh, he's going to do fine. That's that's true. That's true. Hey anyway, guys, uh, I just like to uh, I just actually just like to put it out there. Um, if anyone wants to buy some uh, new radiators and a three kilo bag of gravy powder, uh, call me. <laughs> I told you it wasn't going to be a draw. Yeah, David was wrong on his predictions. He was humbled at oh. least twice tonight on something, but that's fine. Nim, I have to take up all the time. Sorry, I got to take up all the time for you. You can you can only make two more two more announcements. Sorry. <laughs> This no problems, guys. Uh, yep, no problems. <laughs> um, I got. Uh, I, I want to actually ask. Um, uh, honestly, um, with the now uh, that the winner of NXT is going to get an uh, automatic title shot, obviously we all know. Oh well, it's basically going to become that. Um, Brian Danielson is going to take on the Miz for the US title, but. What do you think it, uh, like it, what, it, sorry, if that doesn't come, what do you think it could be? If that doesn't come full circle, who, uh, what else do you think it could be? Otunga. If, if I see anybody else going, it's going to be Otunga because, I mean, they're pushing for him and for Daniel Bryan both. It's what it looks like to me. Vince is just doing this to show off the new characters so they can start pushing these guys on the main roster as is. And uh, I can see a few of them going back to FCW and then a few of them that Vince thinks is well enough to go on will probably be joining the main rosters within a few a few weeks after their time in NXT. I can see Daniel Bryan definitely joining. I can see Otunga probably joining in. And then Gabriel did a pretty good job tonight, I feel, in the Battle Royale. So I could see him going on to the main roster. And then a few others. I'm not entirely sure of who I think should go back to FCW, but I think Otunga would probably be the second choice if anybody was to win NXT. No, that's in, that's nice. interesting. I mean, Otunga, I could possibly see doing that. Um uh, just because of the obvious relationship between him and Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. So. I didn't want to say that, so. 
Well, but, I mean, let's face it, I, I think we all kind of have that same motif in mind. Yeah. Go ahead, Nim. I know you yeah. had something to say. No, you're right. I was going to ask one other question, and uh, it's it's possibly a very stupid question, but um, why is Slam Master J still hired as a wrestler in in the WWE? <laughs> I think he's had one match in the last five months. Um, I think that they still don't know what they want to do with him yet. Um, he is a second-generation superstar. Huh? His dad is Terry Bam Bam Gordy. That's, really? Yeah, that's who he is. Wow. You wouldn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I mean, if you look at him, I've heard of it. If you look at him, look at his face, he looks just like his dad to some degree. Not as not as no, ugly yeah. as his dad was, but, you know, I mean, there is the slight resemblance. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I believe his name is Ray Gordy is his actual name. Uh, they just, I don't think they know what they want to do with him. Uh, I think he's he's a good talent. I've seen him wrestle a couple matches and never thought he was atrocious. You know, if crime time is definitely going to, uh, to break up, then, you know, maybe they'll team JTG and, and Slam Master J together, you know. Be the ebony and ivory connection. You never know. Never know. <laughs> you never know um, with WWE. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I'm I've pretty much got nothing else, guys. Except um, I'm now officially refusing. Absolutely, never again. I'm never going to watch another Davis match on um, WWE television. Never going to watch it. I'm going to watch Ring of Honor and TNA for all of my women's wrestling. Let's call it that because I'm sick to death of the eye candy. And oh, Vicky no, Wrestlelicious? I watched that tonight. That was uh, awesomely bad. Wrestlelicious? Uh, yep. I haven't had a chance. It's on the uh, it's on XWT, and I'll probably uh, be grabbing one copy of it. So, just to see what it is. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, so, no Nam, one might. Is, is there anything else, buddy? No, guys, that's pretty much it. Um, I've really had a kind of a bland day. I'm I'm actually going to see if I can uh, come along to uh, try out for um, the Carnage Chronicles other, uh, and um, obviously sign up to the EFED, but other, other than that, I've had a pretty quiet day. Very cool. Very cool, man. Well, thanks for calling in, and I will, uh, I'll talk to you soon right here on the network, I'm sure. No problem, mate. I'll probably talk to you on Saturday. All right, man. I appreciate you, uh, you know... Joining the network because you've you've uh, been very vocal, you know, just about every show you've you've called in, and uh, I'm glad to have you here. No problem, guys. I'm actually kind of uh, I'm actually well privileged to call in and talk to prob well probably a few of the greatest minds in the wrestling business today. So, oh, well, thank you for that. No problem, guys. Have a have a good one, and well, I'm not sure if you guys are going to wrap up or take more calls, but. Good luck anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, we're gonna wrap things up. I might take one more call, but that's that's it. I'm I'm done after that. It's getting late, and uh, I got a wife that's tapping her foot upstairs. I can hear it. So uh, <laughs> you know how that shit goes, right? Oh yeah. All, All right, guys. Yeah. We'll talk to you later, you buddy. Want. See ya. All right. So last phone call. Call in now or don't call at all. That's just the way it goes, ladies and gentlemen.
overall, I thought tonight was a was an interesting show, Sean. I have to say, I uh, it's been surreal. It's been a good show. It's been uh, it's been sad. It, it's it's been happy, but it is what it is. And we actually do have another caller on the line. Welcome to Unplugged. Who is this? Well, you can't have a pre a pre show about um show for the pay per view without me calling in. The international sensation of the E-Fed, none other than Chris Crelly. Actually, we can't have a show without you. It's happened no, you a few can't. times. No, you can't. Because my ego is that big, I, I take over every single show on the network. Just saying. God help us. But he, he I takes over every show, including his own. This is true, I do take it. But, Sean, you say earlier that you're going to throw me over the top rope. I doubt it. Last time you, you, you needed JSK to do that on your own. You can't do it. Well, J- it's not a battle royal. would hurt you, which is why he made it a five-way instead of a uh, three-way. Uh, yeah, that, that's why I did it, Crelly. <laughs> because Damn you know, right. I, I you know made it harder now for you to win the match. So yeah, that's why I did it. And and by the way, it's not a battle royal, so it doesn't matter if you throw somebody over the rope. You have to pin them. I never oh, mentioned okay. throwing him over the top rope anyway. I don't know where that came oh, from. Yeah. Leave me be, okay? It's, it's, it's six in the morning. Leave me be. You know but, what I'd like to do? I would like to have Internet Dave sign up for the E-Fed so I could have Internet Dave, the worldwide phenomenon, <laughs> versus Crelly, the international sensation. I mean, it would be a match of epic fucking proportions. Think about it. <laughs> no. But, okay, my main reason for calling in was, of course... My, my former co-host, Dave Stevens. Me and him started together back on the first ever lounge, which was on, like, blog TV. We started off with, like, three hits. And to see where he's gone in these last six months is incredible. And, yes, we've gone our separate ways, but we're still good friends. We still have... We, we, we still both use the lounge name. We, hell, we still even do a pre-show of the lounge for some, for some um, streaming site. And I'm just here to say, Dave, man, good luck. Me, me and you will be friends. And you know what? I know I'm a leech, whatever. But if you ever need a job or want one, I, I will say it out now, now. There's always a spot for you open on headlocks. And I don't give a flying fuck if I'm now being a leech. This is friendship. And I'm not going to let, let some bullshit war between two websites ruin that. Well said. Well said. It's, it's not a bullshit war, though. Um, you know, it's... It has its merits. It has its purpose. I didn't want a war, but apparently, but they made know. it. They, they made it, and I'm not going to let it do, let, let some egotistical little inbreds think that they can ruin a friendship. He can join me any time because, well, I, he's one of the best guys I've that I've hosted with. So, Dave, man, any time you you want to come on, you're welcome. Well said, Crowley. Well, well said. Anything else, Crowley? No, that was just it. I just thought I, I had to get in my piece about my former co-host. All right, Don Juan, call your ass in. You're the last call I'm taking. Go ahead and call in. You're you're bugging the shit out of me here. Call in. <laughs> you're the last call of the night. I'm done after this. Bye, Crelly. Crelly, we'll, we'll talk to you later, man. Thank you. Peace. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry man. about that. That's okay. It's all good. Like I said, it's been an interesting fucking show tonight. It's uh, it is what it is, and it was what it was. Okay, Don Juan, come on. Yeah, no shit. I'm ready to go to bed. 
Yeah, me too. I oh. think I can hear Harmony's foot over here, dude. So, well, the the phone ain't ringing. You got three seconds. One, two. All right, that's it. Three. Show is officially over, ladies and gentlemen. All right, guys. With that said, this has been another edition of Unplugged right here on the uh, <laughs> Sunday Night Showdown radio network. The Island of Misfit shows, as it was. It's been a bittersweet night. It's been a fun night. Very entertaining. Very sad. Uh, like I said, yeah. best of luck to David Stevens. The kid deserves everything that he gets in life. He's a very talented individual, and it's an end of an era right here on this show for me. And I'm not really sure what my plans are going into next week uh, as far as NXT recap is concerned. We'll have to figure that out. Maybe I'll do it on my own next week. I, I don't know. but uh, Maybe the, I'll have to watch NXT. The, the bottom line is this. Uh, no matter what happens from this point out, and I want to stress this, no matter what happens from this point out, no matter who takes that spot or what happens, David Stevens is not going to be replaced because he's not replaceable on this show. He's a class no. act, and like I said, I wish him the best in his future endeavors. Thank you for everything you've done, David. We love you. I want everybody in the chat to stand up and give David a round of applause, please. Even if we can't see it, he still deserves the round of applause. You are the man, David, and I will be more than happy if I have to re-sign up for it. I will go and just download your 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 show every day you and mr v that'll be the only thing i would listen to so thank you and good luck on the show absolutely well that said though we got to wrap things up and uh guys i'll see you again later on in the week of course we'll uh we'll see mike siciliano and andy knowles this saturday for the pro wrestling rewind and i guess you won't see me again really until uh until monday night for wrestling news live and Hopefully it won't be as explosive as it was last night, but uh, you never know with myself and the Trey Dog. With that said, guys, we're out of here. Thank you so much. Good night. Peace out, guys. Later. As for me, I'm sitting here completely naked after my bath. I'm just going to enjoy this waterlogged steak. After that, I'm going to polish off an entire bottle of vodka in less than 20 minutes and then hit the town and punch out street lamps with a bat. I'm going to hopefully sleep with the first person I meet. I hope you do the same, even if you're a child or a recovering alcoholic or an elderly person. you got to live life, huh? Does that sound good? Great. Now you do me a favor. You stay classy and give me a call sometime. I'm at 646-424-9166. Hope to talk to you real soon. Goodbye. Is that Baxter? Baxter! Oh, oh, that's not Baxter. Oh, sweet Jack Lord's hair! That's a mastiff! I have to remember to close the door when I bathe. Oh, that definitely is a mastiff! Oh! Lord, damn it, help me! It's a monster! Oh, get death from me! Oh, thank you for listening to my album! Come on, help me! Get this bastard off me! Oh, 
strong. They're really strong. Oh, it's a beautiful creature, even though it's ripping into my flesh. Help me! Paul! Paul! Get one of my golf clubs! Start beating it over the head! Help me! I'm losing consciousness! Someone help me! You wired me awake and hit me with the hand of broken nails You tied my lead and pulled my chain to watch my blood begin to boil But I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage and run. Too cold to start a fire, I'm burning diesel, burning dinosaur bones. I'll take the river down to still water and ride a pack of dogs. I'm gonna break. Gonna break my rusty cage and run. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break my. Gonna break my rusty cage and run. When the forest burns along the road. Like God's eyes in my headlights When the dogs are looking for their bones And it's raining ice picks on your steel shore I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my I'm gonna break my rusty cage 